Hey, this is Johnny D from Neverwake, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, you are listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I am Bruce. And I'm so not prepared, Chris. <laughs> That's nothing new. Today we Didn't got- I just say that in the last intro, though? Yeah, you said that in the last intro. I guess I could say it in every intro, because it's usually true. <laughs> <laughs> very nice the so today I'm prepared we, the only thing i'm ever prepared for is five o'clock beers right beer 30 at beer 30 yeah i'm always prepared for beer 30 i will tell you uh this lock-in is gonna make everybody a bunch of drunks where are you gonna go first AA or weight watchers yeah oh i've seen those posts online i'm <laughs> yeah. selling denise the same thing though they like shit it's gotta be both of them yeah i read something online that 90 percent of people working from home are drinking during the day, like while they're working. <laughs> <laughs> so all your customer service people that you're calling and talking to, in this, they're in their living room in their drawers, like drinking and trying to solve your problem. Right on. You, nice. phone, you phone your therapist. I'm having a problem with drinking. One second. Let me pour a glass yeah. of wine. I'm, I'm <laughs> right. ready to And listen. put some pants on. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely some weird times. But today we've got a band called Never Wake. They are from Pittsburgh, and I don't know how to explain them, except I think you had the best, very, it's like metal meets hard rock meets the 80s kind of stuff. Yeah, that's how, like the vocals, they had that kind of 80s feel to them. Yeah, I was digging it. I was jamming on it earlier this morning when I was getting prepped. I'm sure that's a word you don't really know much about, but. No, uh, I don't, no. <laughs> but yeah, I was digging them early on, and I think this is going to be a good interview. So if you want to hang out, I don't know who we're speaking to. I've just got their. Let's call him Jim. Oh, it looks like Johnny DiCarlo comes up for Never Wake Music. Okay. All right. Can we call him Let's Jim? We can call him Jim. Okay. All right. <laughs> call him the wrong band name, too. Let's see what he says. <laughs> All right. We're going to go ahead and get Johnny on the line and see what he has to say. Oh, what if I call him Nevermore by mistake? I, mean, I think you're going to. That'd be great. <laughs> what did you call that guy's band? Dream Warrior. Dream, Peter? Dream Warrior. Hello. Hey, Johnny. Hey, how you doing? Good. It's Bruce and my partner, Chris. What's going on? Not much. What's going on with you? <laughs> um, you know, just uh, living the life, being a badass and uh, doing dishes and cleaning the house and shit. <laughs> That's what everybody's doing. How many times have you cleaned the house in the last four weeks? I, I just, I can't even count. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I always said to myself, oh, I just don't do things because I don't have time. And now that now that I have the time, I'm like, no, that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. I still have to work because I'm essential, but my wife is home. And every day, whenever I'm off, like today, as soon as I'm finishing with these podcasts at two, we got the honeydew list. We're going through the closets and the attic, and it's going to be the, the cleanest fucking house on the street. Yeah, yeah, I know. We 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 were cleaning up all this all this stuff, and we just keep making a mess to find a reason to clean it up again. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. I'm, it's either that or drink. Yeah, and I'm running low on that. Yeah. I have a full stock of like liquor behind me, and I just see these bottles going down and <laughs> getting worried here. We were just talking I'm, about something a minute ago. How? What are you going to choose first, Weight Watchers or AA after this is all over? You know what? Okay, this is – I feel like I have been – I feel like God was like, hey, man, I see you're doing really good for yourself. <laughs> we're gonna make a change like that real quick. We're gonna we're, we're gonna change things up because I was doing awesome. I was actually doing uh, just this 
diet where I was just like eating healthy, like clean. And I wasn't, I just know like extra added stuff, kind of like Mayo Clinic thing. I was doing awesome. I lost like 25 pounds and I was like getting my six pack back. And then all of a sudden this happens and it's like, you can't even try. Like if you, like you're just going to run out of food and you can't even get like good stuff anymore. Yeah. You have to like result, resort to a like hamburger helper and shit. <laughs> yeah, but not only that, I mean, you're doing more than like three meals. Cause I find myself on my days off, like sitting down and go, ah, shit, I'm going to go grab something else to eat. And I was just there like 10 minutes ago and I'm looking in the cabinet going, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, I know. The same, same thing here. Yeah. It's like, it's like totally boredom eating or something. Oh, it's insane. I'm just working on my lawn. <laughs> Jesus. That's all I'm doing. And <laughs> The, the funny part is I bought so much freaking beer. I was like, I'm not going out for weeks. And like a week and a half later, I'm like, fuck, I'm out of beer. <laughs> yeah. Now wait, now, wait a second. Johnny, when we think of beer, what are you thinking of when you think of beer? What brand? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm a big beer snob because. Uh, so, well, so, so am I. So go ahead. What are you thinking of? Give me a name. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, what I just drank uh, the other day, Guinness. Chris, tell us what kind of beer you're drinking. Well, I'm sorry ahead of time, Johnny. I feel embarrassed for him. It's uh. it's currently Bud Light, but it because I couldn't find Miller Light. Ah, there we go. The Miller Light is what he drinks. Well, don't don't be too ashamed because uh well, it's not really a shame, but like our <laughs> uh, our bass player George, his go-to is Bush Light. Okay. Uh, we are literally front, I mean like Okay, it's like tri-state area where we grew up. So you're like Ohio, West Virginia, uh, and then Pennsylvania. So you're like dead center, like deer hunting season is all the time. And we, uh, yeah, he grew up on Bush Light. So, and that, <laughs> last year that became the tour beer because we were just like, whatever, just get Bush Light, I guess, you know, wherever we go. It was funny because like when we entered the states that just like were like a little bit more uppity, uh, they were like, what the hell is Bush Light? <laughs> I actually don't know what it is. Seriously? I'm not uh, from the States. So you don't a, know? Oh, wow. Okay. I've, I've, only been, I've only lived in the, in the D.C. area for like two years. So, yeah, Bush Light is just like a really, I mean, it's a lighter, uh, it's a lighter Bush. version of Bush, which is just like the, I mean, when you kind of think about it, it's like the Anheuser Busch, the entire you know thing, but it's just one of these like smaller uh, uh, runs that they do, and it's not really that tasteful. It's kind of just like <laughs> it, it might be too much for Chris. Yeah, oh, dude, I come from Canada where our beer is actually proper. You know? Oh man! Oh yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. Yeah, you don't want anyway. to start a beer war with a Canadian. Trust me. <laughs> like anyway. I was, I'm, I'm a big beer guy i mean I, we me and my buddies when we were bored uh you know when we started drinking we <laughs> like we were bored in high school and we were like hey let's just like have somebody let's go out and get six different six packs of like beers we've never heard of before and that's how we got into like these different types of beers because we just did that every so often and uh we we actually ended up liking the beer after a while it was pretty interesting nice. So anyway, we came here to talk about Never Wake. So I'm going to ask you the question we asked quite a few of our guests. Give us the two-room board work. Two <laughs> He's drinking already. I'm drinking already. <laughs> Give us the, the two-sentence boardroom pitch of Never Wake. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay. 
So here's here's what I always like to say to people. Um, you like metal, you just don't know it yet. Uh, and the, the thing is because whenever people listen to us, they are surprised to like, whether they like metal or not, they're surprised to, to be like headbanging to it or, or like actually, uh, have a liking to the music because we like to sit in that area between rock and metal. And that's how I grew up. I always tell people, I'm like, I'm not an OG metal head. I didn't have the older brother who listened to Slayer and was like, here, check this out. Like, you know, fed me music. I grew up, I mean, my, my father was a musician. He's been a musician for 35 plus years. Um, but I grew up and I was listening to like Godsmack and Disturbed. Right. And I never w- was like metal in the first place. But as I grew older, I started listening to like Avenged Sevenfold for my Valentine, Trivium. And then I got heavier, like soil work just kept going darker and darker. And uh, it's kind of interesting because our music reflects that. We have those both sides. We have our roots where there's there's definitely some groove and melody, but we can get pretty heavy if we need to. Yeah, but it's not too heavy where you can't listen to it, though. I think it's uh, – you definitely said it right. It sits right on that that line in between where Chris was – Chris and I were liking it to, you know, like some of the 80s, a lot of hard rock, and then definitely – Bruce, that makes sense. Bruce, you oh. just you just disappeared, buddy. I'm not there. I think you just got abducted. You're back. I'm back. You're back. So did you miss? Did you miss all of that? Most not of it. all that. I, the, you, you that was pro- I had such a profound statement there, and then it just got interrupted. Um, yeah, Chris and I were just talking about it earlier. You guys kind of sit at like this intersection of somewhat of the '80s. A lot of the, you know, the 90s hard rock, but definitely some really good metal as well. And I think that's a good place where you can open it up to a lot of different um, fans, I guess. Yeah, thank you. And it's it's funny, too, because we always try to people are like, well, what's your target market? You know, let's talk about it from a business perspective. You know, who listens to Never Wake? And I always tell them, I was like, well, I know that one of our fans, her first favorite band is Hanson. Her second favorite <laughs> band is us. On the right. other hand... There's this other guy that we were close to. His first favorite band is Slayer. His second favorite band is us. So we fall somewhere between Slayer and Hanson. So <laughs> that's beautiful. I, yeah. I I tend more towards the heavier stuff. I'm a huge Slayer fan from the old school, but yeah, I definitely see uh, where you could appeal to everybody in there. Yeah, Chris, you know, seeing Slayer live was cool, but I never liked their records. Dude, is, is that sacrilegious to on, say? How are you even on this podcast? I, I <laughs> Johnny, are you available to be a co-host? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to back you up with saying sacrilegious, something sacrilegious here. I did see Slayer live. Uh, uh, it was at Rock in the Range. Okay, I can't remember when it was, but it was it was Slayer, Rob Zombie, and Limp Biscuit. Oh my and, god! Okay, hold on. So, like, Slayer goes on, and people are like, wow, that was insane. Then Rob Zombie goes on, and people are like, dude, that was like a mini version of Iron Maiden. Like, there was props and shit flying everywhere crazy. And they were like, no one's going to top that. Dude, Limp Bizkit came out and just shut the place down. Like, yeah. everyone, I, they did better. They did better than Rob Zombie 
And swear, oh, no, 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 don't say it, don't say it. swear to God, I'm not I, lying. I, I, I don't know if we can continue this podcast. Yeah, though. I think we have to end I, it I, I might not like listening to Slayer's <laughs> records. <laughs> look at the interviews that, uh, I think it was Sonosphere. It was like a, it was when Limp Bizkit played at Sonosphere a while back, and they were interviewing people in the crowd, and they're like, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Limp Bizkit was the best band that I've seen. <laughs> I'm afraid struck by lightning here that you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because, well, you know, I drink beer. Right. <laughs> and you're our guest, so we have to kind of Yeah, we'll be nice. But, you know, like like Bruce and I have this ongoing thing where I think Gojira uh, is possibly the best metal band out there right now, and Bruce hates uh, them. Yeah, I, and I know both people. I, I know uh, I know both, both types of people who want to... Uh, have the opinions that they are one of the best metal bands and most original right now. And then the other ones are just like, all their songs sound the same. I, I don't know. I'm not really a big Gojira fan, so I can't really. Oh. Yes. Hey, what are you doing next Monday? I need a co-host. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike them. I just don't freak over them. Like everybody does. Yeah. Well, same here. It's like, I don't know. There's some bands when I've, when I've heard a song or two, I'm like, I guess this is them. And then I, then I'm like, that's it for me. Um, but it doesn't mean that I don't appreciate them. Right, you're uh, not turning off when you hear it. You're just going, eh, so what? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll, I just dare, I'll give you, I just dare both of you to throw on the gift of guilt <laughs> or La Fonce Sauvage and not say, okay, this was fucking amazing. Uh, I can't. Yeah. It's cause you're okay. No, no, no. La Fonce Sauvage, that, that riff, that like, uh, that off time, I'll tell you what, when that groove comes in, that, that, that part, I mean, that is catchy. And, and it definitely, that was the first song that I heard from them. I was like, damn, that's, this is, this is really cool. But then I heard a couple others and I was like, I didn't know. I guess I'm just making my own uh, assumptions and, and maybe I should give them another try. Send I, me something. Oh, I think you're right. I, I'll I send it. You're right. I watched, I watched Gojira open for Metallica and, um, God, who is that other band? I don't actually even remember who they were. But Gojira blew both of them off the stage. Did, didn't they play something weird? Like, uh, did they play uh, like Lollapalooza or something or Coachella? Gojira? Yes. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. They played a festival where they were the, in, the only metal band there. And it was like one of those big festivals. And people, the only reason why people were like going to see them, they're like, I heard they were environmentally friendly. And <laughs> And all these people who did to listen to metal were just like in the crowd being so generic. It was funny, but they had a blast, I guess. I'll check it out. Anyways, let's get back to your band. Yeah. So Bruce has a way of getting off topic a lot, so we have to kind of ignore him a little. <laughs> Down any rabbit hole. It don't matter. I need a co-host next week, so if you're available. But anyways. <laughs> so, uh, new single. Tell us about it. Uh, call out my name. Yeah. So that, that one was definitely, uh, interesting. Um, it's, it's, and getting back to what I was talking about, mixing the rock and the metal, uh, it, it's pretty interesting because when you hear that chorus, like it's, it's, it's like a catchier, uh, chorus. It's definitely like radio friendly type of song, but the, uh, riff was inspired from a soil work song that i well, not a soil work song. I mean, I just listened to a lot of soil work and they have a lot of this just like low uh, one one string riffs that are just like amazing. And I, I, I love that. And um, 
I went ahead and I started making this one riff and I was like, this is pretty cool. And I just kind of left it there. Then we made call out my name later. You know, we obviously like to make these songs and you just leave them and then you revisit them and you go, well, this is a song now, I guess. Right. So, and that's what, that's how that song came to be. And it was just really cool to see how many people like it and they don't know the origins of it, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was interesting to, to put that one together. That was uh, it, along with the other ones on this upcoming EP produced by John Moyer. He's a bass player from Disturbed. Um, we're lucky to work with him pretty closely and be good friends with him. And uh, the music video was actually filmed in my parents' basement. <laughs> Which is interesting because growing up, a lot of music was created in that basement. Oh, yeah. So it was like kind of Neverwake Central. It was like revisit you know we all went back down to the basement and we were like oh that's cool and uh we i i also run my own um my own video production company and like i do a lot of marketing and stuff on the side so i got i put the we put the set together in this corner and we like hung these red drapes and stuff and got the idea from a video game and uh yeah we just like set it up in the corner and actually our old guitar player helped us film that so it was just really cool to to do all that by ourselves that's nice. awesome. That's what are you guys, or how are you guys coping with the uh, lockdown quarantine? Are you able to do any kind of writing or any kind of interaction with fans or anything like that? Yeah, so um, every Friday or, I mean, at least once every week, we try to go live. And actually, for the past couple times, we went live and we did Mad Libs with, uh, That's awesome. with, the, with the fans, which is pretty funny. I mean, uh, some of them just have me crying, laughing. And, and it's good because you get to – it's something that we probably want to carry along, you know, carry on after this, all this is over because it, it shows a good side of you to your fans and they get to know who you are other than, Oh yeah. Hey, I make this dark music. This is about this time. And you know, it lightens things up. And oh yeah, what we want to do is we just want to get everyone's mind away from all this shit. You know, I understand that. Listen, when it comes down to it, the media sells advertising, they're going to put all these stories out that make you freak. And, uh, you know, not not saying downplaying anything. My fiance is a doctor; and she's frontline every day working on. Oh, wow. you know? Right. So, right. Uh, you know, I, I totally understand, but I also understand the other side of things where people are just getting bombarded with this this anxiety and this this hey, you know, you're all gonna die. We were like, let's go live. Let's do something to to get people's minds off of this and just at least connect with our fans. And it's been going well. Haven't been able to do anything like uh, like music related, just because right. it, there's like latency and stuff like that. And I don't want to be on the second verse while someone's still starting the song on the other stream. So, <laughs> so wait a right. second. I just got to step back for a second. You said your fiance is a doctor. Yes. How the hell does a metal musician land a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> nice it's it's pretty cool because uh you know it, it's whenever she's she's a pediatrician so she deals from like you know like little infants all the way up until like teenagers and stuff so um and she listens to a lot of the stuff that i do and she listens to like soil work and she loves trivium and she you know she's all into it so it's funny whenever she'll like, she'll tell me, she's like, I saw a patient today and like, she was wearing a, you know, a wage war shirt or something like that. <laughs> and <laughs> she was like, and she just, she'll say like, it's funny how she can connect with these people and they look up like, they're like, what? I'm having this conversation with my doctor. What the fuck? It's about a <laughs> man. What the hell? 
Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it's it's pretty cool because um, yeah, we it the way that we met our father or you know my my dad and her dad were best friends growing up, and um, they were in a band, and they actually toured in the eighties. So they were in a band. Uh, it was Rachel Sweet and the Toys, and they toured with the Grateful Dead. I can't remember when the oh, tour. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty. Uh, it was a pretty insane time for them, but uh, it it was it was fun, and uh, they you know they've been friends ever since. So that's how we met. <laughs> okay, cool, nice. cool. Because I was wondering, I was like, is he going to dodge this question? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. No, that's really cool, man. And, um, you know, give our, uh, our heartfelt thanks to her for what hell, she's doing right hell now. Hell yeah. Yeah, I will. I will. Cause it can't, All right, it so, can't be easy. Sorry. No, but on to some really important questions that the fans want to know. Oh God. <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> Is, <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? God. God. Oh, man. No, no, no. Why? Why? Why the structure of the sandwich there's okay. So whenever I think of a sandwich, I think like the bread on the bottom and then something in the middle and then the bread on top. This is like, if you were to take your tuna sandwich and put it on the side and like, would that work? No, it's not. That's not how you eat a sandwich. I don't know. That's my best explanation. Okay. No, I'm saying, I'm saying the buns have to be connected to be a, well, you're losing that's me. true to an extent. Man, this is tough. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I got I got another one that the fans are dying to know. Okay. Is tomato soup really just ketchup water? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh no, because if you were to actually try to make ketchup water, like put ketchup in water and be like, hey, this is tomato soup, you're in for a really disgusting surprise. <laughs> See, I agree. <laughs> so what, now what if you mixed ketchup milk and then added water? You know what? I'm not too willing to find out in the near future. So you do that and tell me how it tastes. So now that we're talking about soup, is uh, cereal a soup? Oh, God. Uh, no, I can't say that. I can't say that cereal is a soup. Why? Okay. Jeez. You uh, didn't realize it was going to be so difficult, huh? Inquiring minds want to know. Your fans want to know. I mean, is cereal soup? So, whenever I think of soup, I think like, hey, it's stuff that I've like. I just say chicken soup. Like, you cook the chicken in the soup and then use the broth and whatnot. Yeah, but see, you, your theory falls apart when you look at the uh, gazpacho and borscht. Right? They're both cold soups. Oh god. So your theory doesn't hold any water at all. It doesn't hold any water. No. Neither, neither <laughs> does your cereal. <laughs> Much like cereal, my, my theory doesn't hold any water. Okay. So maybe that's it. I'll ask a more realistic one. <laughs> Is soup a meal? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, it depends fuck. on what house. Oh Only God. with we got a grilled cheese next to it. You got a grilled cheese. But if you have like potato soup, think about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, that works. That's like the heaviest shit ever. But that's a stew. Oh, it's here we go. Stew soup. <laughs> Is stew a soup? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> well, at least we can laugh. Yeah. <sighs> so anyways, you want to host with me next week or what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying you don't like my questions? Well, you know, 
<laughs> Anyways, um, thanks for joining us today. No, 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 no. Wait a oh, second. Wait, wait a second. Wait, what? I got one more for you, and oh, then we'll end this. Fuck. <laughs> How would you describe the color yellow to somebody who's colorblind? Oh God, no! This is impossible. <laughs> you can't do that, and I can't answer it. Okay, like I, I, I'm going to give you something crazy because I'm also a graphic designer. I need to find this. Uh, th- this is I'm not dodging the question here, but this is talking about color and explaining it. Did you know that you can't see the color pink? Really? Why? Your brain is trying to make up. It just makes up something. Tell me here. Let me let me try to find it. Oh. I have to f- Bruce, we have uh, a new question to ask. Yeah. Yeah, this it's something about the, the here. I'll send it to you guys later, but you're it's something where your brain can't you because you're we can only see so many colors on the spectrum. Right. So like shrimp, like shrimp can can see I can't have many there's like so many more colors than us. How and they know that shrimp can see more colors. Have they asked the <laughs> shrimp? I'm gonna, who the fuck figured that out? Okay, but anyway. And why would you waste your time on that and not curing cancer or something? Yeah, I don't know. So, the, so the thing is, is that we can't see the uh, we can't see the color pink, and our brain basically just makes up whatever it thinks pink is. So, and I think yellow is one of those colors too. So how oh, does it, so how, does it, how do we have different shades of pink? My brain is blowing up right now. <laughs> how am I going to get anything done today? I guess I'm not cleaning the house. I have to figure out how I'm seeing the color pink. Yeah, drink, drink, and maybe you'll come up with the answer. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Yeah, we cannot see the color pink. Interesting. <laughs> well, well, that's all. <laughs> there you go, Bruce. That's all I've got, Bruce. Uh, you got schooled. You got schooled. I told. Yeah, you're the first person who's totally schooled me. <laughs> hey, well. There you go. I mean, yeah, it, so it, my offer is behind it. And like I, like I said, I love going down these rabbit holes, but one day I found that out and I was like, okay, I'm looking up this color theory shit. And I was like, oh, this is, it's one of those, but it's one of those conversations that you have when you're just lit and you're, <laughs> so I hate to say this, but my offer for you to co-host on Monday is off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still oh, employed. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Thank you, man. I hope that wasn't too ridiculous. If it was, I apologize for Chris. Those were his questions. <laughs> no, I love those questions. That's, that's awesome. This is, this we're, is, we're just we, trying to keep it light. It's it's too dark out there, so we're just trying to have some fun. We, hey, call, hey, we call this the Seinfeld podcast about metal. It's about so, absolutely nothing at all. Yeah, we have no <laughs> questions. I, I don't even prepare 75% of the time. <laughs> we just come on. And, and the other 25, he's drunk. Yeah. That's when you get the that's when you get the best content, honestly. Oh, yeah. And I, we try not to ask the same questions over and over again, like where'd you get the name of the band? And I not that we so, don't care, but everybody thank asks. Thank you so much for not asking me that. Thank you so much. Yeah, I know you get it a million times and we try to stay away from that stuff. So. I, I broke a cardinal rule in our last podcast because I asked a question because I was curious about it. And he's like, Oh, I get that question all the time. And I was like, Fuck! <laughs> I just broke the rule. And Bruce is like, party foul. <laughs> like 55 episodes in and he finally broke it yeah <laughs> well anyway thank you for putting up with us i really appreciate it stay safe yeah, and uh, look forward to some more music from you yeah thank you be well brother cheers man one hit thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know each week 
We're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or were nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.